You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 31st of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Um, Dave, how are you doing today? It's uh, it's the end of March. Oh my God, it's the beginning of the it's the beginning of the it's the beginning of the last month before the year's half over. Damn it! <laughs> That's a, the oddest way to word that you possibly could have accomplished, but well done. Um, well done, eh? I know, I know. Yeah, it's funny because we're going to make fun of you saying that in like three months. But yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> like here it is. Um, yeah, it, it's great. We're we're at the uh, at the at the kickoff of uh, of summer. I know it's an exciting time SEO wise. Um, you know, for uh, yeah, we we sort of end up with these two, you know, sort of core time frames. Right for for in SEO because summer there's there's specific niches and industries that summer is it right like summer is 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 that time uh, you know travels uh, travels a big one there um, and then there's the the holidays and, and I, I'm I'm of course you know sort of building up because you know we've got we've got some clients in travel um, building up to right now um, and so hopefully for for all of our listeners um, you if you haven't. Uh, been doing any landing page testing, any any A/B testing, basically readying yourselves. You, you're you're kind of nearing the 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 twenty third hour here. I I know because we're we're whipping these things off. <laughs> There's no tomorrow right now, um, and I'm pushing hard on a few of them um, because unfortunately, as as you know, um, you you hit those spots where you need that traffic from this year. So we need to get our tests done this year but we need so we need to wait late enough that you've got traffic but early enough that you can still react before things like yeah. uh independence day or, or canada day up here and um you know those sort of things so you hit those weird ones so uh for for our friends and travel um if summer's the season for you um you know now's your time to to do the testing we have seen most of our upticks in in traffic started about a, a week to two weeks ago um, so now's the time and, and we're deploying a, a lot of our tests right now and 
get it get it done um and, and then get ready for the holidays because because you know basically if you want seo for that now now you should be starting on that too that's when you say the holidays um you don't actually mean christmas do you well, I, I do. And, and we wait till. <laughs> so basically, no matter what your season is, uh, you know, it's probably too late to optimize for, um, you know, summer queries for, for the most part, but you can optimize for your conversions. And now's the time to get focused on that because you've got the traffic from this year. Um, and if you want to actually rank in the holidays, you, you, well, realistically, you're probably planning if you've got big terms, this is when to start working on, on the 2019 holiday season. Um, but if you've got some, some low-hanging uh, fruit or an already strong site, uh, now's the time to start preparing that strategy, preparing that internal linking structure, preparing those, those content strategies um, to, to get ready. Because A, these things take time to deploy, especially complex uh, you know, content strategies. Um, internal linking strategies might take your developers, and you need time to react if something starts to go sideways. Right? So yeah, now, now's kind of the, the, the time to get going, might, maybe even a bit late, I dare say. Hmm. Well, you said something. You said something a little bit earlier that I thought thought really interesting. Now, you talked about getting the landing pages deployed, and I think every SEO in uh, in listening range kind of chuckles at that because you know everyone's got the same bloody strategy going right now, right? Um, <laughs> uh, and 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 doing the A/B testing on them and everything. Um, you gave this like this this perceptual window. You've got the, the you, you've deployed landing pages, and you know you're you're you're, you're um, hoping to see traffic across those landing pages, but like you've got to do A/B testing to put the best A/B/C testing to put the best possible product forward. Yeah. But you've got to wait till you have a reasonable amount of traffic going across the initial landing pages, so you got something to measure in the first place. Right. How right, long that's... does it take to notice the trend? Uh, to notice, well, I guess depends on what side of the trend. Um, you know, I, I, I'm lucky. I've got some really good clients who who, who trust me, um, and so getting the data is fairly fast. Now, if you were brand new, if you were an SEO and you were just you know started within the last year to two years, for example, and, and haven't been listening to shows like ours, um, then you may not know to even notice the trends. But if you can go year over year, especially if you've got the same client year over year, um, you know, all it really takes is, is looking back and going, okay, when did their traffic uptick last year? How did, how did it uptick the year before? Even if it hasn't been, you know, your client for that long, look back in, in some of these analytics and you can start to see, I, I find it especially handy if you do the week over week view because things get a little more dramatic um, in that view, at least to begin with. And you see, oh, okay, they start to spike here. Figure out those pages that are similar um, to ones you want to run tests on. Because what we know, and, and you know, I know you know this, um, is some pages you may want to, to increase conversions on don't have enough traffic to accumulate data quick enough, right, or early on, right, like that, that just it, it just happens. You've got these pages that are really important, but they either don't rank yet. You haven't deployed your paid search campaigns yet because it's not quite worth it. Like what if it's your, um, you know, independence day page? Well, you, you can't be running that test right now, but you find your pages that are, that are similar to that. And, you know, just, just drive the traffic in, get your tests done. And if you need to, and I highly recommend that you do, if you want to test it outside of your website, just build that page 
pony up some money and get a paid search campaign running at it just to figure out what goes on um, when you're running your test of the landing page versus your, your current pages or, or whatever permutations you want to do. And, um, you know, I mean, Google Optimize, as of just earlier today, is, is integrating uh, a lot closer, um, pulling out of beta anyway, some, some integrations with AdWords just to make it a, a little bit easier for folks. So. Anyway, I, I know I've made a, a short story really long there, but uh, but I, I'm running a bunch of A/B tests. Well, A/B, A/B/C, multivariate tests right now, um, so it's uh, it's sort of top of mind. No, actually, I, I, and I, I wouldn't mind adding adding uh, just an epilogue to you to to your uh, long short story there. Um, my my brother owns a bed and breakfast in Alberta, and um, he's getting more traffic from his Facebook page right now than he is from his website. And it's not like his website isn't ranking. It's you know it's it's it's, it's, it's priced okay, but like it's got a great domain name. But um, for some reason, the social media game just pulls in more traffic for for this particular bed and breakfast than uh, than the website. So you uh, listeners, you may or may not have that same experience, but you'll never know if you don't try. Don't forget your social media. You actually can uh, pull a crap load of uh, of traffic. If you're constantly feeding um, feeding information out, and you can also do multivariate testing on how people re- you can get traffic to uh, web pages and do multivariate testing uh, for a lot cheaper than an AdWords campaign. You know what? That's very interesting. And uh, you know, moving it back to uh, back to news, but on an entirely related topic. Um, just over uh, yesterday, uh, Greg Sterling over at Search Engine Land. Uh, had published some some new data out from Chartbeat, um, and that experience is not um, the norm as it as it turns out. Um, the newest data out shows that on mobile, um, Facebook has just been beaten out by both direct and Google search um, for top traffic. Um, you know sources to mobile sites, so that's very interesting. That um, you know. We're, we're hearing of experiences, and I have to wonder now if it's sector by sector, and, and haven't you know didn't see the data in, in the study about that. Um, but if it's a sector by sector, some sectors are, are doing better. And now you're making me think I need to dig into this study well, no, this a, a is, little no, bit. No, no, not at all, not at all. This is this is a, a bed and breakfast that already mm-hmm. had a good social media following, and you know they're 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 working in that environment. They're working they're working in that field. But I mean, think of think of the basis of what of Greg's article, right? Like. We're, 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 this has been the last couple of years, Google has seriously pushed webmasters into um, doing major and minor upgrades to their websites to make them to make them mobile friendly. Um, you know, from from uh, HTTPS to uh, well, requiring a mobile friendly site to, um, uh, to, to to have a chance at, at having a good ranking. Um, mm-hmm. There's a number of things that, that, that Google has done to push webmasters to the mobile universe. And if that's starting to show, or if I should say, if users are starting to trust mobile or trust the web on their mobile devices more than they are um, app-driven environments like Facebook, maybe that shows that what Google was pressing for is actually working. Which ironic See, we can just continue on with with news. And, and, I think and, I know where you're going way. here. Yeah, which is is ironic, given uh, and you know what you you passed it to me, so I'll I'll lead this to you based on a story um, that Roger Monty had had published 
um, over on Search Engine Journal on 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 speeds. What's going on, Jim? Well, incidentally, I did, before, before I, I, I mentioned this, this, this the, the name of this article, Roger Monty is freaking killing it at Search Engine Journal the last couple months, eh? I know, it's just crazy. I've seen him all over the place. Hey, you know what? And, and somebody we should probably uh, haul on as a guest at, uh, at some point, but that's a story yeah. for, for a different day. Um, but yeah, he he's is, just publishing all over the place and doing a great job. Yeah, he's he, he, is, he has been repeatedly writing you've really got to read them articles over at search engine journal. And, uh, this is another one of the, one of the, you've really got to read them articles for people in the, in the SEO industry, believe it or not. And like, um, there's logic behind this. There's actually a reason for this, but believe it or not, the, uh, the mobile web is, uh, the web is actually less mobile friendly today than it was a year ago. So it's the, 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 the mobile web is slower and clumsier today. Than it was in 2017. After all the stuff you've done, <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Uh, according to um, HTTP Archive, which is an apparent uh, a sister project of Archive.org, the Wayback Machine, um, uh, under is under a number of different tests from uh, uh, how long it takes uh, from a user to navigate to a page until. Most of the content is is available to be to be seen or read by the author. Mm-hmm. An increase of twenty two percent. The average uh, uh, time it takes is now on a mobile site is now five point nine seconds. Again, that's an increase of like twenty three percent over what it was in uh, two thousand seventeen. Another another metric is um, time to consistently interactive. Um, how long it takes from the moment a site visitor navigates to a web page until the page is completely usable, like until it's totally loaded, loaded and interactive. Mm-hmm. On a mobile device, average time is 14.6 seconds, which is 20.7% longer than it was in 2017. So that's like one-fifth longer to, to, to fully load um, than last year. Now, again, webmasters have done like everything they possibly can to to strip down their websites and make them move faster, right? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. But, and that's because we're using responsive design templates made in the WordPress environment. And um, let's face it, they're not necessarily thinking about the mobile web. They're thinking about making a, uh, a design that scales down to the small size of the phone as, as rapidly and... Um, for want of a better word, functionally as possible. But to do that, they got to use um, a lot of JavaScript files. They have to uh, use much larger and longer CSS files. Um, one of my big complaints that that you don't got to do in responsive design, but I always come across is, you know, the Google fonts that have to be downloaded mm-hmm. um, before the page can fully resolve or, 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 or fully appear on a screen. Yeah. Friends. Stop using external fonts. There's no need, like, honest to goodness, like that little, little teeny millimeter of creativity in the uh, in the uh, external font is not worth the time it takes to download the damn thing every time a page loads. So um, font weight, HTML weight, CSS weight, and JavaScript weight are the four points that Roger makes saying, um, you know, this is why mobile sites are less friendly and they're loading slower. And he's absolutely right. That's, 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 you know, it makes uh, perfect sense. Images, like, uh, uh, people 
uh, this must this, this annoys the hell out of me. I don't, I don't know about you, Dave, but like people who like scale their image to like forty uh, percent uh, <laughs> in the HTML code and they upload this massive big like Hurricane twelve hundred pixel image and they only want it to be four hundred pixels when it appears uh-huh. on screen. Mm-hmm. And so they set they set the size in the in the uh, in the source code, but like. Meanwhile, their mobile device, or my mobile device, more importantly, has to load this herking big photo that is completely unnecessary. Yeah, um, I think that's that's one of the big ones. And you know what? That's been since I mean, not one of the there's there's many of them, and I think some of these scripts are, are and and style sheets are going to be even worse. Uh, but you're right; that's been one of my pet peeves since I don't know, Jim. Like, when did we start? Right? Like, I, I know forever. I was designing in tables. <laughs> yeah. when when this matter like when i was first hitting this going ugh, um you know why are you putting in a picture that's you know five thousand pixels wide <laughs> and then cramming it into a 400 pixel space uh and, you know for for people out there who don't know it and i don't know how you can't how you can't figure this this out but that entire picture that big picture the whole thing needs to load yeah even though it's it's being presented in a tiny space you're loading a big picture and then minifying it. Um, well, minifying is wrong. Making it much, much smaller, or presenting, making it uh, uh, crunch into a smaller space. Not really minifying it, but like, uh, 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 it's, 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 it's bogus, man. It is true. And one thing, I mean, for, for, for listeners, and you bring up a good point, WordPress, um, and, and it is a cause of, of mm-hmm. some of these problems. Um, something that's generally fairly inexpensive to do for, for listeners who may want to, to, to deal with this and, and don't want to pony up a whack of cash, but a, a fairly quick fix is you can actually find pretty solid developers. I have a client who's really done this to the max and his was more expensive, but you'd, <laughs> you can do it fairly inexpensively. If you think of what's in, what, you know, you, you've gone out, you've got yourself a free, uh, a free theme or, or you, you purchased one. Um, it, and, and when you go in and you start looking around at all the customizations inside of your theme, and sometimes they'll just be in the, in the appearance setting, sometimes it, it's got its own thing. The way I like to think about it and explain it is when, when you look at every customization you can do, basically, and, and there's exceptions, of course, but basically every customization is some addition into the style sheet that's there whether you use it or not. Right? Like, it'll have, pick one of these 84,000 colors, and each one of those has a whole range um, of different styles that have to associate with it to turn the entire theme, you know, into that color scheme or whatnot. So hiring a developer <laughs> to turn it into a child theme and strip out all the crap that you're not using is a really quick and easy way to, to really shrink down uh, some of these style sheets, um, you know, eliminate some of the script calls you don't need. I love your point on fonts. That's absolutely It's true. so simple but maddening, yeah. you know, because then it happens every time. And then you got to get in this big fight with the developer, and the developer gets all pissed off at you because you're suddenly a know-it-all. Just don't <laughs> do it in the first place. <laughs> it's like, well, it's not that I know it all. I just know more than you. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Okay, we got to take a break. It's uh, it's 22 past the hour at the time of recording. So, friends, you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's uh, the 31st of May. I, I can't believe how fast the year is going. 2018, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and we're back after these messages. Mm-hmm. 
Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hitcher and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 31st of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatstock Internet Marketing. And uh, before we go on with this week's show, I want to do a quick note about next week's show because it's going to be amazing. Um, except I'm not going to be here to enjoy it. Um, I got to take next week off. There's an election happening in Ontario, and I'm heavily involved in it, so I won't be here. But there is a conference coming up, the Rock Digital Conference, uh, that Dave is going to be active. going to be attending on June 29th and 30th, and uh, Dave has arranged to have the organizer of the conference, Lisa Duty, and a uh, friend of Webcology, friend of yours, friend of mine, Michelle Stinson Ross, and SEO legend Bill Hartzer. Going to be joining Dave on the show next week. Dave? It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, I'm really looking forward to the show, obviously. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame that, uh, that you won't be able to uh, – you won't be joining us here because uh, I know you'd you know, probably like the show as, as much as I am, but I guess I just get to, uh, get, to, get to hog all the good times to myself. This one's yours. I mean, Michelle, Michelle's one of my favorite people in the world. I have learned so much from Bill over the years. Um, like, and then just an unestimable amount of information from that guy. I've never actually met Lisa Duty, but I, I, I've heard a lot about her. And um, I, I, are you, are you going to be going to the Rocks Digital Conference? Like, is, is that on your agenda? 
It, it is on my agenda. I'm actually going to be speaking at the Rocks Digital Conference. Well, um, that's a hell of an agenda. <laughs> uh, where, where, where are you on their agenda? Uh, um, I'm going to be actually, you know what? I don't even know which of the two days. <laughs> like, I don't know which of those days. You know what? I'm going to be there for the whole thing. I'm going to be watching the whole thing. Uh, I'm going to be chatting. This will be a huge surprise to you, Jim. I'm going to be chatting entities and a bit of machine learning. I know. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. I'm sure to find out I, that I, that I, subject I'm going to be on. Are you on uh, anybody else? Is like, is Eric going to be sitting there beside you? Is he going to be in the no. audience listening? No, it's just going to be uh, going to be solo. But while I am there, uh, I'm going to try and grab a uh, interview with uh, the keynote speaker, uh, Mr. Marty Weintraub. Oh, so, right on. Excellent. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, it's, it's actually it's a good thing that 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 Eric Engel won't be in the audience or on the panel beside you because that would be you know I mean as much as you know about entities <laughs> machine learning that would be bloody intimidating. <laughs> I know that I thought I'm like okay if like I know I had to do a, a presentation once and it was on patents um, and this is back uh, you know years ago and and patents and using them and I had a lawyer from Google on one side of the panel a lawyer <laughs> from Yahoo on the other side of the panel and sitting. Right in front of me was Bill Slosky. And I'm like, okay, of the three people who can call BS on anything I can say right now, I'm surrounded by them. Like, I, I have no out here. Fortunately, Bill's a really, uh, really, really nice guy. Um, and lawyers from the major search engines can't correct anything I say. They can't confirm or deny any of it. <laughs> oh, you could have just said anything, right? Yeah, that is that is true. Um, and it is funny. One of the quotes I had said, I'd, I'd been going on and had basically turned to Google and said, correct me if I'm wrong. And, of course, they can't. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, which is, is always fun. Uh, anyway, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a great show. It, it's focus is on local and social, which are really, really interesting areas to, to touch on. Um, and I've never had a chance to speak on entities specifically related to local. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun for me as well. Well, and again, you got a, you got a great panel next week. Um, so friends tune in next week live. You are going to get a serious treat and um, I'm going to have to listen. I'm going to have to find the podcast at one of those fine podcasts from Sir, uh, distribution <laughs> services near me. Um, moving along, Barry, Barry is uh, Barry Schwartz is winding up the uh, say something nice about an SEO SEM series. I had heard that hundred over since uh, November, 131 SEOs or SEMs have been publicly honored. An equal number were left on the storyboard because Barry wasn't able to get uh, corroborating information from them or get permission from them to uh, to publish the series. But um, you know, in that time, I think uh, a lot of people were were seriously touched. And um, you know, I I was in uh, you and Mary were in. I know that. And uh, mm -hmm. I think you know a lot of people were, were were seriously honored to be honored by one of the people who's done more for the SEO and digital marketing industry than um, probably almost anybody else you could name by, by Barry Schwartz himself. So um, I remember, and you and Mary did the uh, beat, uh, say something nice about Barry page, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you know what? I, I can't even take credit for that. I had, I had nothing to do with it. She was just like, this guy is busting his butt um and 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 really paying it to uh paying it to the community so yeah but full credit where it's due i had nothing to do with that she's the nice one <laughs> <laughs> okay well um at any rate um the 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 
one of the uh, better parts of the SEO community, Barry Schwartz, um, I think all of us say, thanks, bro. Like, you made a lot of people uh, very happy and felt very feel very included. And at a time when, uh, I don't know, we had had like five suicides in the industry last year. Um, yeah. SEO and SEM is a very solitary activity. And uh, I think Barry sensed that that, that that doing a good thing, a mitzvah for others like that, would just uh, have a powerful effect on people long into the future. So good on you, brother. Thank you so much. And it was a great series. 100%. Um, what else we got? Hey, you know, do you ever use, do you have any clients using Yandex? No. No, but I know where you're going, and what you're about to talk about is obviously interesting to me. Yeah, indeed. Um, Yandex is introducing their own smart speaker. Um, yeah, it's um, a Russian product with for a Russian search engine, and yeah, it does have um, English language commands, though I'm not, you know, maybe good, maybe not. I'm not so sure. Um <laughs> It is, uh, it is, it is again, it's a Russian product, so it's smart like a tractor, but it's strong like a bull, so you can depend on it. <laughs> um, um, I, I'm going to be really, really interested, and I, I almost am tempted uh, to, to try and get my hands on one. Um, and now, now that I've said it, I'm going to be trying to get my hands on one. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to be interested to see, um, because it is fundamentally at its core going to be different, but they're going to have access to a lot of the code <laughs> for, you know, the, the devices that are out there already, uh, especially the, the Google home. Um, it, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it actually fares. Now, unfortunately in any test I could do, I'm not going to be speaking to it in the language that it is designed for. Um, but I would be like I will be interested to see because I've been very very surprised by some of the things that Alexa does better than Google. Um, so I will be very interested to run some of those same tests um, and see. And, and where I interestingly expect uh, that out of the box, I will bet their device uh, performs better than Google on some. And I'm going to guess that it'll be in the area of mathematics, not because I think Russians are better than anybody, you know, better or worse than anybody else in mathematics. Um, but I, what I'm going to be interested in is the translation process and what that does and whether it can carry over specific elements and, and nuances. Um, and I, I suspect that because it is a translation, and this is my hypothesis, because it's a translation, it will do better. Better. And that's what I'm actually going to be very, very interested in. So anyway, I will let people know um, when I get my hands on one if I am right or wrong on that. Okay. Okay. So I think I've seen. And if, if, if Yandex is doing it, Yandex is what, number seven or eight in uh, search engine size just for number of users? Um, now, being number seven or eight isn't you know a lot when you consider that Google has um, 85% of the organic search share. But... Um, it shows the importance of uh, of of entity based uh, of of thinking of your offerings, your products, your services, or the information you're trying to offer out to uh, to your audience. As 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 Dave is going to talk about over and over and over again, and as entities, because <laughs> no, because you're quite right. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a subject. I'm I'm obviously any of our listeners are like oh. Love a guy, Dave. I know they're important. Let's move on. We've got other stuff that's important. 
<laughs> to talk about. Um, and, uh, and and I wouldn't blame. You know, do, do you have issues? You know what? I'll bet you do. And I won't even oh, like we'll all, leave the political election coming up. But are there specific um, areas that you just can't help but get going on? Uh, you know, a client gets you on the phone and you're like, well, that was an hour because <laughs> yeah. they got you onto some topic or another. Uh, right now, and um, you know, I'm sure anybody who's looked at my Facebook feed or uh, knows me personally right now, it's all about um, preventing a certain loathsome creature from becoming premier of the province I live in. <laughs> but, uh, you know, beyond that, I'm, I'm not obsessed with anything at all, really. <laughs> Much. At all. <laughs> Just that one thing. Indeed. Well, you know what? Speaking of obsessions, then, because I know we, we've, you know, I'm hoping we have time to, to really get into this story a little bit. Google Maps, testing an okay. interface. Um, and I, I, I say speaking of obsessions, because if it comes to obsessions, and I had to pick one for Google, it is they're bleeding maps and travel. <laughs> like, they are putting so much time and energy. Um, into maps and travel right now. Last week we were talking about just making cars a different color, right? And, and these sort of things, all of these very, very subtle interface changes. Well, here's one that is probably one of the more useful um, adjustments. It was covered um, over on Search Engine Land by, surprise, Barry Schwartz uh, <laughs> back on the um, 29th, so just two days ago. When you're in a map, you know, you know, those little icons appear and, you know, they're just different, you know, different businesses that are listing there. Um, Sometimes it gets too busy on the map. You can't actually read what's there, right? It does get too busy on the map. Um, well, now, right below that search box where you've entered the city or, or area that you're looking at um, is appearing some categories. So you can now click on restaurants, cafes, supermarkets, gas stations, things like that. To me... I, I couldn't help but, but look at that and go, finally. Like, it, it's a feature I think we've all wanted. I understand why it might have taken them a bit to, to figure out how to put it into the interface, even just how to make sure that this data is accurate. Um, but I think this is one of the, the big reliefs, and it, 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 it's, it's going to be enormously helpful. I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're all traveling around all over the place, going to conferences, going, you know, wherever, on, on the holiday or wherever. Uh, you know, yes, in my home city, I know where the cafes are. Yes, I know where all, all of those things are. But as soon as I get outside, and I won't even say my home city, and you're in Toronto, so it's going to be even worse there. As soon as I get out of my home zone, I start yeah. to have problems with that. And so being able to just sort of go, okay, open up my map, you know, sort of click so that it focuses in on wherever I'm at, and then just hit restaurants, or then just hit gas station, right? Just to be able to understand what's around me at any given time. And an industry I think is going to benefit enormously, and, and I haven't looked this up yet, um, because if you can connect um, this functionality in with their APIs, I, I think about real estate agents, and I go, this could be enormously powerful or, um, you know, a vacation rental, like a, like an Airbnb or, or, or whatnot, those sort of companies and go, okay, here's our map, click to see what's around it. So that when I'm looking on Airbnb and I'm picking that place in, I don't know, last one I booked, right? Tokyo or, or the next one I'm using, which is going to be a Mozcon and I'm in Seattle, you know, and I'm looking at that listing, being able to just go, okay, let's look at the restaurants. Let's look at the, you know, grocery stores. Let's look at the whatever theater, right? Like being able to pick those core categories, I think that's going to be enormously powerful um, conversion um, tool for, for specific industries where, 
yes, you're trying to rent or, or sell a thing and people understanding what's immediately around you is going to be enormously important. I know if I was renting a place, buying a place, whatever, understanding what the pubs or restaurants and cafes and gas stations around me, grocery stores is going to be incredibly powerful information. So those sectors specific, I think are going to really benefit. Um, I don't know if right now though, this, this data is accessible via their APIs, but I, I can only imagine that it will be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if it's, if it's, if it's, um, not, rolled out across the entire Google spectrum soon enough, or at least the entire spectrum where Google you know, lets uh, webmasters use their tools to make stuff, it will be soon enough. Because any overlay you can you can put on a uh, on a map for any type of interest um, only draws more people to that map. And Google's new mission, <laughs> and Google's mission isn't to, to, to make the world's information available. That That's its old mission. That was back in the don't be evil days. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Google's new mission is to get you where you need to go and have you purchase something so that people will find value in their advertising products. Well, and what a brilliant thing to do, because even if they're just on this map, just showing me, and this gets back to like, what kind of car do I pick? The the discussion we Mm -hmm. had last week. Um, Won't it be interesting for Google to know how I prioritize the importance of things around me? When I land in a foreign city, when I'm in an area of the city I'm in and I don't know where I am or or what's around me, or if I'm on a real estate site and I'm looking what's around me, do I click restaurants first? Do I click grocery stores first? Do I want to go for a beer first? Right? Like, What is my order of priorities um, on a new area around me? Sometimes it's going to be specifically related to a task I need to perform. I'm zooming in on my area and I'm hitting gas stations, right? Okay, clearly I need a gas station. This is a one-off selection. But if I'm consistently going into new areas and going, okay, here's the things I click. If Google understands who I am and that I'm on Airbnb right now, I'm, I'm listing them as an example, whether they would deploy this or not, I don't know. But I'm on Airbnb and I'm Dave and I'm consistently going, okay, what are the restaurants first? that's the first thing I'm interested in. Then I want to know grocery stores, right? Or or then I want to know cafes. Um, Understanding what's a priority to me is going to be incredibly powerful targeting for them when they go, okay, we need to feed this dude ads. Well, indeed, and and it surprises me. As you're you're saying this, my little entrepreneur brain is thinking, wow, I wonder if I could write something for Airbnb that they could use. (laughs) Um, Because like, that would be, uh, of course, uh, if they don't have that kind of data on you, why don't they? Because yeah. you're right, that would be insanely invaluable to them. Yeah, it, it will be. And you're right. Okay, now I'm going, yeah, that's a good idea, Jim. I'll let you have that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. As of, as of like uh, noon or 3 p.m. my time, or, you know, hit the keyboard, go. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get on the phone to your favorite app developer. Hey, dude, trust me on this one. We're going to be millionaires. Millionaires, I tell you. <laughs> I'll pay you a percentage. They love that. They <laughs> love it. Just like we do. <laughs> You know, it's almost as good as exposure, right? <laughs> um, okay, we've got time for one more before we got to take a break. And I want to do one really quickly because it almost sets up the next story. Um, and uh, I, I, I found these two on uh, on separate on when I was you know looking for separate stories. My, at first blush, I thought they were directly related. And well, I thought they were really the, just different versions of the same story. As it turns out, they're just directly related. So, like, Google is cracking down on or doing another bad behavior crackdown. It's going out of its way to try to remove um, unscrupulous actors from, from, from its, its ecosystem of references. 
And uh, Google My Business is one of the places where um, it had some particularly nasty but almost unpleasable behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, you, do, have you ever have you ever had a client come to you and just like freaking out that they lost a half a star or a star in uh, Google reviews? Yes, I have. Yeah, and you know you're looking at you're looking at the reviews and you see stuff from like four or five years ago, and you know that they've addressed the issue that that's not part of their business anymore. That you know they learned from and they 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 improved because of this customer complaint, but this customer complaint still drags their whole ranking down. Mm-hmm. That's frustrating as all heck. What's even more frustrating is when somebody comes along and badmouths the business, but doesn't have the um, the integrity to stand behind their own words. Yeah. You know, this is like um, lightsaber bill comes and just cuts your business <laughs> in half because lightsaber bill had nothing better to do with his time. Um, Google is going to start disregarding lightsaber bill and all anonymous or unidentified um, reviewers. If it's not from a uh, account that Google can verify as a real person, then Google's going to, uh, stop giving those rankings or ratings score uh, any score in the the overall rating of a restaurant or of a, of a business in Google My Business, and I think there's a lot of um, local SEOs out there that you know breathe a sigh of relief. Now you have something you can go tell your uh, you can go tell your client that um, after you and your colleagues complained, Google has finally <laughs> taken action. <laughs> That's how I phrase it anyway. You and 84 million of your colleagues. Of your best uh, friends. We're, we're all very tight. We get we get together often, many of which will be on the show uh, next week. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Okay, on that, we've got to take a break. Um, but when we come back, in, in our last segment, there's a number of other things Google's done, Google's done to crack down on scamming, and we're going to go through a few of those. But until then, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Web College on webmasterradio.fm. It's the uh, 31st of May, 2018. Stick around. We're, coming, we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Web College. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. 
all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 31st of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. It's our last. It's our last segment of the show, and for uh, Dave, for years, um, I, I remember back um, in the days of the alternative, in the early days of webcology, <laughs> we were constantly talking about click fraud, like problems at Google, problems at Yahoo, problems and in, 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 you know future problems at Bing, around you know sort of policing bogus clicks at, that, that 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 advertisers, you know, shouldn't have paid. You know, you know, they, were, they shouldn't have to pay for, but the click robots make them look real, right? Yep. So Google's dealt with that, and Google's dealt with it. You know, dealt with it quite well. There's still some degree of click fraud, but it's nothing compared to what it used to be. And I think that's, that's a safe statement, right? I think that's a, that's an entirely safe statement. Yeah. That's not to say though that there isn't a whole bunch of other like serious scamster activity that can be happen across uh, across a, a search engine, especially one that controls so much media as, as Google does. So. It's not like Google doesn't um, doesn't notice. Heaven knows they get sued frequently because uh, their advertisers felt they got wronged in one way or another, and that, that Google should have should have taken care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this isn't like Google's necessarily doing wrong. It's just it's a big problem, and it's like playing whack a mole for the for their engineers. You knock down one scam, and three more pop up, right? Yeah. So again, this this isn't meant to damn Google in any way. They're they're doing the very best they possibly can in a virtually impossible environment to stop it, where it would be impossible to stop everything. Mm-hmm. A reasonable person can't get you know, but a reasonable person can expect them to have divisions working double time to try to solve the problem. You know, at least they're trying, right? You can expect yeah. that. Yeah. And so, in a uh, blog post, um, put out. Um, just uh, just about uh, a week ago, um, Google has mentioned several things they're doing to get rid of scamsters. Um, if you have ever had a Google account that was tied to a scam effort, there is a chance that Google account is or will soon be nullified. So if, um, if you've got a history and you know you got a history, if you've got a history and you know it, prepare. Because your Google accounts might suddenly just go dark. Um, they're creating new tools, letting business owners report scamming practices and policy violations. Um, they're actually going to be trying to reach out through the local Google offices and probably probably through AdWords advertisers to uh, small businesses and organizations to provide resources and education about scams. Um, they, we've already discussed the Google My Business uh, Partners Program uh, with uh, uh, a directory with trusted partners, um, and they're taking, they're making a. Uh, we, we discussed this last week too. They're making a serious example 
of uh, Breakpoint Media, um, uh, 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 Beyond Menu, that company that was like extorting, like outright extorting. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we talked about those guys last week. So yeah, Google's giving fun. Google's given recommendations. Um, do you have the, the Search Engine Land article open, Dave? It's sitting right in front of me. Yeah, so you know, Google's outlined a bunch of recommendations local businesses uh, should should take. Um, what do you what do you think? make callers prove they're from Google? I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one I like. It was just like okay, like oh, I, you, I, you, you know, ask them, you ask them if they have any gray coupon. Obviously, excuse me, do you have any gray coupon? <laughs> if they say yes, they work for Google. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I guess there are ways, but most of them can be spoofed for, for the lay person, right? Email me from your Google account. Okay, you can make it look like that, but if you can dig into the headers, you can you can actually sort of watch where it's come from. Um, you know, and then probably some other, uh, you know, sort of side routes that you could do. You know, okay, go visit this page on my site. And if you have a site that nobody's at, pull it up in your real-time stats and you can see where they're from. Right or in your real time analytics, and go. Yeah, I know you're not from you know Mountain View. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, I guess there are some ways to do it, but it would be you know you'd be kind of hard pressed to to, to to get the proof. But anyway, there's there's a long list. That's not the only one um, on that uh, on that listing. I still think my method works. Ask if I have any great coupon. <laughs> Claim your freaking Google My Business page. I mean, for God's sake, it's your page. Claim it. It belongs to you. Claim it. They made it for you. They sweated over a hot server. What? You aren't you grateful? Claim it. Um, understand that rating claims are probably fake. They're going to publish them anyway, and heaven knows it's going to affect your business. But just you know, wrap your brain around this. They're probably fake. Google. I, I actually had a call related to numbers three and four on this list just about an hour before our show today. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like what? Well, what happened? It was a robocall, so nothing happened. I didn't press one okay. <laughs> to get through. Um, be, and it was my uh, regional Google rep. I mean, I'm sure because Google reps often robocall. Right? Like I don't oh, call yeah. Google. They don't robocall. <laughs> Does he have any great coupon? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't ask. I would have had to push one, and I, I didn't feel oh, like that. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, then you know that this number actually works. Um, yeah, and it was a – and for a flat fee, we can guarantee you first, first page, which I know what they're saying is actually we're going to figure out an astronomical amount to charge you for AdWords, and then we're going to really micro-target it to exactly where you are to search from. And, and, and then we're just going to always bid it to the top of page in a very, very small region <laughs> for, a, for an obscure phrase. I know that's what it probably means. Unfortunately, I didn't push one to verify that fact. So I, 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 can't, I can't promise you that's, that's the great opportunity I missed. Oh, well, <laughs> you'll, be kicking yourself, you'll be kicking yourself for weeks on that one, won't you? You could have I, I know. Up too. I know, I know. It's going to take right through till next week's show. I'll still probably be crying about it. I might have bought Yahoo. <laughs> um, okay, what else we got? Okay, the last one. I use the Do Not Call Registry. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to help you because the Do Not Call Registry is kind of like a sieve full of legislation, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, Google is actually is going out of its way to try to fight uh, 
to fight crime over its over its uh, its network. So a little bit of applause for them anyway. Um, I, honestly, we we cut on Google all the time because Google's so important to our environment. But this is again, at least they're trying. Yeah, indeed, indeed, and that's all you can you can really really do. Um, Something I wanted to make sure we cover before uh, before the, the show is over. Um, and for our listeners, Ginny Marvin uh, covered this yesterday over at Search Engine Land. And, and, and can I get a hallelujah after talking about this? AdWords uh, notes have arrived. <laughs> so hallelujah. You can now make notes um, in AdWords. This could not come at a better time because as we were talking about in the first segment, I am running all sorts of tests right now, mm-hmm. and it is so nice to have these notes just available, nice, easy reference. You know, we all keep track of our analytics and, and our tests, right? I mean, I keep it in my time tracking, also in, like, logs and messages, but it's great that we can just have it right at the source. I have no idea what has taken so long, <laughs> but there we go. Um, and another interesting one. Um, and you know what? This actually, uh, this is kind of, this isn't even in the past week. I don't know how um, I I missed this, um, but it's from, and we were talking about him earlier, Bill Slosky, mm-hmm. um, and it relates to exactly the the story that I was talking about. Uh, why I feared having him sitting right in front of me while I was trying to talk about patents um, is over on SEO by the Sea. Um, he had covered, um, or, or there's a, a, an interesting piece that he had covered, and this is actually a little bit ago, but um, there's a great piece on MetaWeb. And if you have a chance <laughs> for, for our listeners, um, go back. It's actually an older piece, but it, it, it sort of resurfaced again um, in, in one of the mentions that he had, he had given on it. And it's an older acquisition of a company called MetaWeb. Now, what's really, really interesting about this, and I've never actually seen it quite so simply um, illustrated is entities, you know, we, and this is how it showed up because I was writing a piece on entities. Um, one of the interesting things, um, about this piece on it, so just look up like, I don't know, SEO by the sea, meta web. Um, when you read it, it goes back to some of the core basics and it's Google purchased meta web and it, it sort of was their like sort of initial forays into, into entities. Um, but what's great about it is because it's a, a slightly older piece. And I, I mean, it's a few years old, but it, again, it, it's resurfaced recently. Um, what's really, really interesting about it is it covers sort of the, the root of it. Um, so it's actually covering, okay, this is how, or this is what MetaWeb had done, is covered, here's how we assign um, a, a numeric or alphanumeric character to an entity. Here's how all of these things come in, you know, to, to somebody, the, the example they were using was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anyway, it, it's, it's, because we talked about entities earlier, I wanted to bring it up again. It, it's a really, really interesting piece. Um, again, it's an older one, so don't go, hey, this is going to be like some ticket uh, to, to modern understanding of entities. But if you're not familiar with entities as a context at this stage, it would be a great starting spot to just get a, a, a sort of general understanding of what they are before you start diving deeper in. There you go. So uh, recent article by S- in SEO by the Sea. It was uh, actually published on the 17th. Um, hold it. This is twenty. No, no, no. It's it's a few years older than the oh night. It just goodness. came. It just surfaced again um, okay. in, in wow. some sharing I'd seen, but it's like five years old or something like that now. Um, but that's what 
is great about it is it covers some of the earlier stuff and then it'll help people people evolve it's, it's just it's been being shared around again probably for that exact reason and we are being played off the air so it's time to go on behalf of dave davies from beanstalk internet marketing is jim Hedder and always media you're listening to web culture at webmaster radio.fm stick around the network great stuff coming up after these messages half of us will talk to you next week be well The opinion expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.